Welcome to Sports, 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 the 650,000 emails, but you only need to read a few of them, of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent quarantine locations, with me tonight, my co-host, the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy! And the man in the middle of the period, Snoop. And my name is Reed, the exclamation point. Good evening. I don't hear anything but crickets, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, call an audible here and call in the M-Dash, the man from the East Coast where all the elites play, Big City Adam. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Good evening, dude. Hey, man. Good evening. What's crackalacking? Oh, not much. Just hanging oh, out. Just, what, what are you drinking there? A uh, yellow belly? Uh, I do not have a yellow belly, unfortunately. Oh. Um, I don't. You know, I don't drink yellow bellies. We're gonna we're gonna say it enough to where we just start calling them yellow bellies, yeah. now, which is a very <laughs> frustrating thing. Uh, I don't drink them as much because none of my like local access places usually have them for some reason. Oh, the so, bodegas are light on the khakis, huh? Yes. So tonight I am drinking uh, the Midwest's own Bell's Light Hearted Ale, which uh, is the locale Two Hearted uh, Ale. So. Oh yeah, I've had that. Yeah. It's that's a good beer. It's not bad. Yeah, no, and like half good. the calories, which is a For great sure. thing to say now that I'm almost forty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from uh, Pure Michigan. Yeah. Yes. What is that? Uh, Kalamazoo. Bell. Oh shoot! It's on here. Kalamazoo. That sounds Grand Rapid? right. No. I get most mm. of my Michigan cities confused. My Michigan listeners are going to be very disappointed. Yeah, I know. Well, now I gotta look hmm. it up. Now I have to look well, it up I, because if we don't look it up, I'm gonna be thinking about it. It is in Kalamazoo, right? Kalamazoo. Yeah, there we you go. got it right from Kalamazoo. the start. Kalamazoo. Why would I even go second with, guess you? Jeez. Go with your first instinct. That's what I always say. Yeah. Thank you for Except all you uh, dear listeners yelling, "It's Kalamazoo, yeah, idiots!" Exactly. While we were figuring that out. Right. And, uh, you know, when you go with your first instinct, usually you don't have to do the intro to the show three times, and still, <laughs> we'll see how it turns out, but I was telling you off air, I think that's the o- only the second time I've ever had to do that, so... Yeah. Hey, I think you did a great job. I uh, appreciate that, bud. Well, uh, the other guys are... <laughs> wh- where the hell are they? They're uh, out chillaxing, uh, relaxing, yeah. and I think they're both in forested areas. Yeah, traveling with their families places. Heavy forest. Children and whatnot. I think we got Southern Illinois, the Shawnee National Forest, and then we got uh, south of the Smokies there, North Carolina. I don't know what that forest is. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Boone National Forest. That's a pretty solid choice. I don't know first, many forests. First intuition. Yeah. Hey, first choice, right choice. That's what we've Shawnee learned Shawnee and Boone. That's what we're going with. Yeah. That's what we're going with. So, well, I appreciate you uh, subbing in, bud. Uh, I always enjoy seeing your digital face and hearing your <laughs> digital voice. Well, thank you. I, I, love, I love hopping on because, you know, I'm out here in the big city. On that beat. Yeah. I got not a ton to do. And so, yeah, <laughs> always happy to hop on and talk some sports. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, you're in, a, you're in a city that's still somewhat kind of covid right? Like, I yeah, mean, still, well, like, I mean, things... You guys still got to wear masks in New York? Uh, I think unless you've proven your vaccination, you should still wear a mask. And I think in public places, I forget the sizing, but masks are still... I think they're required by the business. They might, you know, might not be required by the city anymore. Um, but I, I yep. yeah, every indoor place I go to, I'm, I'm wearing a mask. And, and happily... By the by. Yeah, yeah. That is not the case here, but it is the case <laughs> that as a small business business owner, I am now tasked to enforce masks, not <laughs> my government, which uh, is super cool. Yeah, what a fun burden to bear. Yeah, isn't it great? Like, I don't yeah. have anything else to do. Hey, you love like confrontation. This pod, you know, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We got some... This is going to be a uh, talkative show, and I think one of... Um, kind of gonna be dark we're getting into some dark dark spots yeah. here yeah we 
got some dark saying, topics, but the reason it, it can't be a top five all-timer, so. Yeah, well, I mean, I with that said, it. hey, buddy, how about some sports? How about it? All right, first topic, which I am looking forward to discussing, is the college um, football um, review. It says nothing to see here, but I feel like there's a lot to see here. This is a pretty active college football um, weekend. Meaningful you know, games I, everywhere. I probably would have missed this week had uh, Snoop and Rowdy not bailed on me. <laughs> this was not cool of them to bail on me this week because I really needed some time, time to catch my breath, collect my thoughts, you know, yeah. get it back together. That's right. Alabama dropped a game. First game in 20 Ooh. games. First unranked team in 100 games that they lost to. And the made-up stat that every sports announcer loves Ooh, to talk yeah. about. Best one. The first assistant to former assistant to beach coach Saban. Yeah. What was he? 24 and 0. Actually, I don't have to ask that. I know that because it was repeated. Yeah. You've so seen many the graphics. Times. Oh, ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, and you know what? Quite honestly, if if and when he's going to lose one to an assistant, Jim, it could be worse. Let's just say that. Oh, it could it, it could, have, it could have been what last week, two weeks ago, could have been yeah, absolutely. It could have been Lane Kiffin, which would have might have been the worst. It could have been, um, well, not anymore. But I'm thinking like back in the day, like a Derek Dooley or somebody. Oh, like, yeah. oh come on, like get out of here. Remember those cream sickle pants he used to wear when he coached Tennessee? <laughs> oh God. But I mean, Jimbo's a good coach. I like Jimbo, and I. Uh, gained a lot more respect for him today when I saw his press conference and they wanted to talk about Alabama. And he said, that was last week. I'm yeah. not talking about Alabama. There that you was go. last week. Moving on. Yeah. I don't know who they play this week, but they should win. <laughs> now you support them? No, never. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, first of all, they Alabama lost the game because Johnny Menzil was on the sideline. Uh -huh. And he is kryptonite. That's true. Had he yeah. not been there, I think it'd have been a very different outcome. That that is kind of the bummer. The, so, as a non um, and impacted by this, a, a non Crimson Tider, uh, you know, I'm not saying I enjoyed seeing Alabama win. It was oh, interesting. Did, to though. it was you a good did. game. It was a good it was. game, and it's fun it to see it. I think it's fun to see a team win every now and again. Or, or lose every now and again if they've been winning for a long time. Kind of yep. the same if you've been losing for a long time. You like that team to I win. It. Yep. it just provides some sort of like, hey, there's a point to this. And that's, you know, hey, that's why we play the game, you know? Yeah. Um, but it is kind of a bummer that like the last, what, the last two teams to beat Alabama or Texas A&M, like it would have been more interesting if it was a different program, you know? I agree. I think their last... I bet their last six to eight losses are between three to four teams. Yeah. Ole Miss got them a couple times. A&M got them a couple times. Clemson got them. And then they dropped that one to Ohio State. Oof. Um, yeah, that one, still, that one still stings. Although it was, a, it, it was vengeance last year when they just housed Ohio State. <laughs> uh, that was delicious. But well, it's, um, all of them are delicious from what I yeah. from what I've seen in the text threats. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they. Um, you're right. They don't have unique losses necessarily. Yeah. Oh well, Auburn. I forget Auburn. Auburn. Oh, they, yeah. they've lost to Auburn more than anybody yeah, probably under the Saban era. Yeah. yeah. That's How could I forget point. that? Yeah, oh God. <laughs> yeah, that one's just out. been completely blocked out of your memory. The kick for sure. six and the Cam Newton years, I've blocked all that out. Yeah, that's yeah. probably... <laughs> Got to. Got to. Yeah. Yeah, so Bama drops to five, which means UGA moves up, and then we got who? Iowa at two. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati at three. Uh, it's cute. Yeah, Oklahoma I, I think at four. I think Cincinnati should be there. There's no way they stay there. Yeah. That's what's I, unfortunate. I mean, I don't know. It, it will take some people beating. I think that's a little bit of the issue is it'll take some people beating some pretty impressive teams to jump them now because they've played the hardest part of their schedule, I think, Cincinnati has. Or at least, oh, really? I think I remember hearing that. So, you know, the bummer for me was Oklahoma. For some reason, I'm kind of over Oklahoma. 
Um, you and me both, bud. Once future Hall of Famer quarterback uh, Jalen Hurts left Oklahoma, right, became a lot less exciting. That was just the for best Snoop. I don't ever. I don't want to mm-hmm. say that, but but yeah, you know, because they're always kind of good, but they never really matter when it matters. Um, and they never play defense. Yeah, and so yeah, so this year is like yeah, they're not that great over Spencer Rat- Rattler, um, and that game Dude. was actually really good. But it's just a bummer it went the way it went. That was a nosedive of a fall from Heisman favorite to like second, uh, halfway through the second quarter in the first game. You're like, this kid ain't got it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's been all year for him, too. Like, he has not seemed like he had it. And which I don't mind because he looks like someone I used to not really care for. So, like, it works out. Double whammy. Not that I don't care for, but just someone that used to bother me. So, like, uh, it's like, oh, cool. Great. Let Uh, it out. Let it out. Let the hate in your heart out. <laughs> but yeah, so it was uh that was a good game to watch. I mean, there's a lot of good football this weekend that was like enjoyable really to was. watch at, with no stakes. Although the t- all the teams that I decided I wanted to win, I think we always talk about this like you and I do the same sort of thing where like you pick a you, you pick, pick a side a in any game. Yeah. Snoop has yeah. the ability to remain impartial and just enjoy the good game well, I guess. He claims but, he does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I always pick somebody and everyone I was picking wasn't wasn't winning. Like Penn State loss, I was kind of pulling for them. Texas loss, I was pulling for them. It was a little made up by Texas A&M because I was not pulling for them, but I was interested oh, I, to see I, them win. I, I, I get it. Yeah. When you're on the top, everybody's gunning for you. And mm-hmm. it stings even worse when, I mean, you know, I got to thinking about it. I was like 19 wins in a row. They hadn't lost since 2019. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, I mean, I yeah. catch myself sometimes watching games just kind of like, meh, this game sucks. <laughs> We're only up 17. What the hell's the deal? You know, we should be up 30. But yeah. I will tell you this. I felt different about this game. When I saw that the spread was minus 18, I instantly thought that is way too much. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, it goes back to Jimbo's comments in the offseason when he said, we're going to yeah. whip Saban's ass when he's there. I thought, this has been circled all year. It's in Kyle Stadium. They had trouble with mm-hmm. noise in the swamp. Like, yep. I didn't, I wasn't going into this puffed up. I knew this was going to be a banger. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that, that the Jimbo stuff is interesting to me because I, I have, uh, I don't know if it's my theory. We'll just say a theory. I'm hearing people are saying mm-hmm. um, that the reason Texas A&M dropped a game earlier was because they were only planning for this game. They yeah. were spending half of practice, every practice, talking about Bama, no matter what practice it was. Yeah. I don't know if that's, that's probably not true, but like it would sure make a lot of sense. Because when he made that statement, it's like, well, what do you have to go on? To think that's right. the, that's the, that's the case, and like right. he has a good team, and you know Texas A&M was supposed to be all that this year, and right. obviously they they hadn't been able to put it together really, but well, and they lost their quarterback. Yeah, um, which is which yeah, is always a, is a big deal, right? Oh yeah, it's huge. So, um, so yeah, it was pretty interesting. I, I, I think it's. I mean, it's. I guess they're what twenty first now. I mean, I don't know how. We could also get into how I feel about preseason rankings and how those rankings inform exactly. these rankings because none of it really matters until the college football playoff rankings because those are the ones that matter. That's right. I'll, and I think A&M started off on, at six in the preseason. Yeah. They were at six, dropped completely off the top 25, and now they're back on. And, you know, I don't mean to mention this, but now we're talking about rankings. It's got me worked up. Uh, <laughs> so te- So Texas... So mm-hmm. Oklahoma beat Texas. Oklahoma was higher ranked than Texas by like what? They were third, second in the country, and Texas was twenty first. So there's I a pretty sizable third. gap. Yeah. yeah. So for Texas, just barely losing, and I know a loss is a loss, but for Texas, just barely losing, they fell four spots. For Oklahoma, just barely beating. A almost out of the top twenty-five team, they go up two spots. Right. That doesn't correlate. No. To like what these rankings are supposed to be. So anyway, all that to say, I have a problem with all these rankings. But um, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens when the CFP comes out. Um, 
those specific rankings to see where like people really stand because that could come out and Alabama could still be top four. Who knows? Right. Well, it, the the one thing I that's encouraging about them dropping to A and M and this season particularly is A and M's already dropped two conference games. They yeah. dropped to Mississippi State and they dropped to uh, man LSU. That may not be right. Ooh, LSU would be a rough loss. Uh, I know Arkansas, it was Mississippi. Arkansas, Arkansas, that's it. Arkansas, Mississippi State, which Alabama still has yet to play. They have Mississippi State this week. The yeah. other thing is, because they've dropped two, Alabama's still number one in the West. So there's not going to – if Alabama can win out, there's not going to be any hocus-pocus that they didn't go to the championship <laughs> game and all that, you know. Yeah. UGA's looking formidable, but I'll tell you what, son, there's a big game on Saturday, and that's the Wildcats and UGA. <laughs> Dude, Kentucky's yeah. on fire this year. They are. Man, it's, They're fun to watch. It, yeah, Cavassier smoke with a yeah. name like that. I forgot he Dude. was still there. It feels like oh, he's been yeah. there for a while just because that name is so memorable. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that whole – Kentucky is a really interesting team to see start. Like, whatever your school is not primarily the whatever sport school we're looking at, right. that's always kind of fun, too. Like, uh, basketball school is doing really well in football. Or, you know, or the other way around. I feel like that happens a lot, like, during the tournament. You're like, oh, I know these football teams. What are these basketball teams about? Well, it so, kind of happened with Alabama last year. Like, yeah. they made a run, you know? Like, yeah, and yeah. You're, like uh, you're not supposed to be good at both sports. <laughs> right, yeah. Where are you, Florida? <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's a big game. I mean, I think it's it's crazy how much, like, uh, so, I mean, Georgia looks very good. They but, do. like, they also have everyone seeming to believe that, like, when you read and hear about it, everyone's like, well, Georgia's the truth, so... Yeah, well, I do like I do like that you appreciate the Alabama that that particular loss because the the person the team that beat Alabama can't get anything out of it exactly to, to jump Alabama. So right. it's like okay, yeah, you take this victory; it'll be very nice for you, but it won't impact us down. The yeah, road. live it up, boys. Build a big bonfire. Do whatever you do. Swing your towels for the rest <laughs> of the week, but you're still out. Yeah, neat. You know, dude. Georgia is interesting this year because I think their defense is nasty. Kirby Smart, I mean, that's his specialty. I'm not a believer in their offense. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it's one of those, like, the defense is so nasty that the offense looks good. Right. Because everyone else is blown out. Like, defenses just get tired. Right. Because their offense can't stand it. Yeah, but what happens that game where the defense gives up 35? You know, yeah. Now it's going to get interesting, and they're yeah. going to play some teams that can put up points before it's all over. So, yeah, um, yeah that's going to be interesting. I I never really look forward to like the Matt Stafford era of Georgia. Mm, okay, I felt all right about those, but the Kirby Smart era of Georgia. Georgia makes me nervous, man. Yeah, I you know I always thought Kirby would be the first person to. I mean, he almost was knock him off. Yeah. I'd been okay with that too. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like Jimbo was just for some such a long time ago, right? And Kirby right. was such a long time assistant, so like right. it's both it, those both make kind of make sense. Um, yeah, I'm pretty it sure certainly Kirby, won't be Sark. No, <laughs> not for not for a long time. Can you even imagine? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Kirby was with Saban at the Dolphins. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he'd been around for a long time. Yeah. But, yeah, no, uh, Oklahoma and, and Texas coming in in a couple of years, that's cute. They're going to have to spend four to six years building a defense, both oh. of them. You know, because, yeah. I mean, okay, come into, you, you're not going to come into Tuscaloosa or Death Valley or between the hedges and hang 60. It's just not happening. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> yeah. You might uh, give up 60. <laughs> yeah, Jello does not sharpen Jello. No. Uh, no. And those, yeah, non. Big 12 ball ain't going to work. Yeah. Those anti defensive teams, just like that's. I mean, it's scoring is cool, but you got to yeah. be able to stop somebody. But yeah, if the other team can score too, uh oh. Yeah. yeah, and also stop you, then you're screwed. <laughs> well, before we finish this up, where, where, how do we feel about the Domers? Man, so right now they're what fourteenth in the AP poll. I think that's Are they about 14? yeah. Okay. They're fourteen. They stayed 
with a with a win, they stayed the same. Which again, cool, cool. AP Even though poll. the only game they've dropped, that team is now at three. Yeah, yeah. Even though that's the case, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, they, they, uh, in my lifetime, there's only been a few seasons where not my lifetime, my my adult, uh, your fandom, my adult fandom life. Mm-hmm. Has there been a time where like Notre Dame just like beats everyone they're supposed to beat by a lot by a lot of points it's always like like you know keeping things close playing down to some teams you know yeah uh, and that's what that's what's happened this year and it, that could be playing down or it could just be that they you know they're an okay team this year and that's gonna be fine they're they've got a quarterback situation where why they're it should still not be figuring a situation it, it is yeah. clear it is clear I, yeah, it it's kind of, but there's been times where like the th- the third stringer plays the best out of all three of them, you know. So like, run him out there, right? Well, I mean, they may as well. Last this last this past game, they kind of did like that. Well, they started one way, went the other way, then went back to the original way, and it kind of worked out. They got the they got the win, but you know, I think Snoop was saying this the other day. Like, it's you know, middle of the top feels accurate. I think Notre Dame benefits from a lot of stuff preseason-wise, and uh, so they get a little. They always tend to get a little boost in the rankings, uh, the mm-hmm. early rankings. But mm-hmm. I, you know, they've done pretty good, and things are improving. But this was a year where there were a lot of changes, and you need time to get all those like a new de- defensive coordinator. You need time to get that figured out because the defense has looked. Very good and very average at times. Um, yeah. Same with a quarterback. I mean, it should be next, you know, six foot, decently accurate thrower. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys man up a, because that's what we've had Mac the last. Jones. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Pocket I thought, passer. I thought Cone could be that sort of thing, but you know, yeah. he looks to be a little stressed out at times so and the offensive line is you know has been very great but has gone through a lot of changes and there's some injuries so i'm pretty okay with where i think it's about right i mean i think you could argue argue notre dame over some of the other teams just but they haven't had as flashy of wins so that happens but you know it's fine are they are they good enough to win out get into the tournament and then lose by 30 (laughs) <laughs> yes, I believe every year they are that good. If you can believe it, every year I feel they feel bad do for that. the Domers because when you, every time you guys have gotten in the tournament, you get demolished. Well, yeah, it, you know, you take everyone's best shot because they want to <laughs> yeah. beat Notre Dame, as they say, and you just you just get a little tired at the end of the year because yeah. you take get it in everyone's it's best shot. So time off. I mean, all I really care about is like generally every year. I just want them to beat USC and like everything else is kind of gravy on top of that. So yeah. well, we'll see, we'll see here in two weeks if they can take, take care of that. And then they, yeah, they have like North Carolina, Navy, Virginia, Georgia tech and Stanford. All of those teams are down this year. Well, Man, except for Georgia tech, Molly whopped uh, Clemson. But other than that, Oh yes, they did, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love the Clemson destruction, the oh, implosion that is Clemson. I don't know yeah. who wouldn't love it unless you're a Clemson fan. I don't know how yeah. even if you're not if you're disinterested, how you could even tolerate Clemson. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I think Clemson was interesting because they posed a threat to Alabama, so like that was yeah. kind of an interesting thing, and they like they had players that were really fun to watch. Um, great quarterbacks for like six years. But anytime anyone's won a national championship, they are. Once you do that, you are free to fall as far as possible (laughs) because it will be fun to watch because you're not my team. Yeah. You know, as soon as that happens, you're like, cool, you got yours. You don't need another one for like several decades, as far as I'm concerned, because I think we're uh, up near four decades at this point. So, like, uh, yeah, pretty jazzed. I mean, just the way it's like they're. Offense has just dissolved. Whew. Yeah, it's bad. Man. I don't. I don't. That that kid. That there was a lot of hype on him over the summer. I remember hearing. 
I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Uh, but he DJ is, you. Yeah, he is not good. And yeah. and we can move on, but I'll end with this. Iowa <laughs> is a is a fake. Ain't played nobody. Like, ain't played nobody. Yeah. And don't play anybody. No. So this year, I I, I think it's going to be Iowa that gets destroyed in the playoff if they went out. Yeah. Hell, I mean, they might get destroyed by Michigan or Michigan State or Ohio State in the uh, the champ game or well, the championship think, game. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the thing. It's a bummer. It's like whoever wins the other uh, or Penn State other division. Which yeah, who knows who it's going to be? It could be it's Michigan, wide Michigan open, State, Ohio man. State, Penn State. Yeah, um, there are a lot of rivalry games yet to be played in that combo. The West is a bunch of like. Wide or could be down, yeah. But like, it's nobody that is like Minnesota could be good, but they're not. Well, not Purdue. Wisconsin should be better than what they are, but they aren't. No, um, they're having a down year too. Illinois has flashes against other bad teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska, <laughs> then, hilarious. Man, Nebraska, jeez. That is that's also kind of <laughs> Nebraska's to me. my nightmare. Like I'm. Like my nightmare is Alabama after Saban into, turning into Nebraska. Yeah. Ugh. Or, or just some turning might back say into pre Saban. Yeah, just turning back into like 1970s and 80s Alabama. Quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be the worst case scenario if you just Ugh. can never actually win, and no. everyone seems inept, but. Yeah, who so knows? You have 23 national championships in the last four years. You've won seven games. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. We're still giving you primetime slots for some reason. I feel like a Colts fan again. Oh, Thank boy. God. Yeah. Welcome back. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's move on. I think right. 20 minutes on college football is probably. Yeah, enough. I just <laughs> didn't look at the clock till just now. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered it. It's hey, great. We, we're doing us. Yeah. What else can we do? Hey, uh, you want to talk some baseball? Um, uh, no. Hey, me neither. <laughs> you can get that later. We'll get. Yeah. I mean, the playoffs need to move along anyway. It'll be more. There are interesting no good next teams week. left in the playoffs. It's yeah. over. There's Roto's no one to root over. for. Baseball is over. <laughs> yeah, time to watch some hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next headline. Then, in that case, ooh. This is where it starts to take a turn. Uh, Gruden falls into the black hole. Oh, boy. John Gruden got on that email tip. Man. Mm. But as we're talking off air, this has turned into... John Gruden resigned because he got busted for sexist, homophobic, racist, inappropriate, whatever adjective you want to use. Yeah, most emails. of the ists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, I mean, anybody in their right mind realizes this day and age, that's a death sentence if you're going to roll like that, especially with a paper trail 10 years long or whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, so these came out as a result of the uh, workplace... I don't exactly remember the terminology, but for the Washington football team, there was like a Title IX suit or something about workplace violence or workplace inappropriate behavior, something. Yeah. And so the NFL gets a hold of 650,000 emails from the Washington football team organization uh, with mainly the emphasis on who was the old GM? What's his name? Uh, uh, Smith. S- Bruce Smith or something like that? Bruce, yeah, Bruce is it Smith? Something. Bruce somebody, uh, yeah. Um, so they're going through these emails. Now, as I understand it, this is where the conspiracy begins for me, Big City. Because as I remember, this case, or the investigation ended in um, July. And I read something today where they released the news or some of the results of the investigation on the Friday before the July 4th holiday. So just kind of bury it, you know? And so now we're into the second week of October and all of a sudden an email comes out of where Gruden's using disparaging description of uh, the president 
of uh, D. Smith, the president of the Players Union. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they sit for a weekend on that. Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, doesn't seem like he's going to do anything. Uh, Gruden comes out, apologizes, evidently apologized to the team. You know, this is taking a little heat off Urban Meyer, which is even, uh, uh, which is also frustrating about this whole thing. How the <laughs> hell did Urban Meyer get those emails? I will never know, but it's yeah. clear that he's implicated somehow. Now, anyway, so come Monday, was it Monday or Tuesday? Another trove, three or four emails come out where he's using homophobic language and. Uh, off-color terminology for yeah, that minority was on Monday. groups. And oh, so it was on Monday. So we got 650,000 emails. The only emails that got mm-hmm. leaked are John Gruden's. They, sh- <laughs> they fired their first shot on a Friday. It did. This is like uh, JFK, right? Hit the guy yeah. in the front seat on the Friday, missed the president. So now we're going to shoot again on Monday, shoot three or four more times with these... Uh, mm-hmm. Emails implicating language you used describing Michael Sam and talking about Jeff Fisher uh, drafting Michael Sam, yep. the first openly gay player to be drafted, all this kind of stuff. And then that kills him off. I mean, Al Davis, or Al Davis, Mark Davis had to do it. The Raiders are the most progressive sports franchise in the United States. Well, He's that, over a barrel. The, yeah, that's the first thing that popped to mind. Like, was, is that, like, of all the franchises, for this to sort of come up and be an issue on it, it's interesting that it's this one because it, it wasn't that i think it was earlier this year that or some episode in the past that you guys talked about like the progressiveness of, of uh Al of the davises Davis. yep. and yep. the the organization as a whole and all of that and it's Hiring like this is in coaches, like black yeah, executives stark yeah. opposition of all of those things for sure and i heard and, it described yeah. and i kind of believe it it's like mark davis Unless he wants to, you know, corrupt the legacy of the Raiders and his father, he's got no choice. Yeah, which is all he has, by the by. Like, and the haircut. Yeah, he has the haircut, and he <laughs> has the "I built this stadium, and look at this big uh, torch that's for my dad." I'm sure and, he still calls him daddy, but yeah. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing where it's like, yeah, his father's legacy is the only thing that matters, right? Because he's, I don't know, driving that. Whatever that minivan around getting that yep. seven hundred dollar haircut and a three hundred foot screen on the outside of the stadium facing the freeway, <laughs> so he might have some liability uh, concerns. Yeah, before that's too long. pretty wild. Like I know yeah. uh, Las Vegas is insane. I know it's in Vegas, so it's nuts everywhere. But like yeah. facing a street, you can see live action. That the seems freeway. a little way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Going I didn't 65. know. I, I, I drove by that when I was there back in August. But, you know, obviously it wasn't lit up or showing anything. I didn't realize that that big patch on the side was a screen until (laughs) I saw that online. I was like, whoa. I mean, that kind of seems like it hurt your ticket sales. I'm going to get a sixer. (laughs) Just sit on the side. The shoulder. Bucket of chicken and sit on the freeway. (laughs) Yeah. Put out some flares. Right. (laughs) So Uh, here's the thing. It's definitely a hit at this point. Now, like... Like some have said, and I think we were talking earlier, there may be a whole bunch of stuff come out of this. I, I think you were mentioning that uh, Players Association is demanding that all the emails be released. Ain't yep. gonna happen. Not I mean, a chance that happens. You think? I, it's so they're pressuring the NFL. Ooh. And if like the NFL cares about image above like lots of stuff, so they're I can have, see they're gonna have a lot of images to repair if those get out. I mean, that's the whole thing. If Goodell's going to preach this, like, progressive, like, they're now all of a sudden being more supportive of these progressive things and now being supportive of transparency, which I don't know if he's actually said transparency. That just tends to go with everything. Sure. Uh, holding out, not doing it will be weird, unless there's, a, like, some legal reason for them not to, which who knows if that exists. Uh, one quick correction. I said Bruce Smith. I meant Bruce Allen. Bruce, Bruce Allen, Allen was there the longtime is. general yep. manager. Bruce yep. Smith is a Hall of Fame uh, player that uh, probably had nothing to do with any of this. So I do not want to implicate him in a digital format. Unless Bruce Smith's got some emails in there. Who knows? You never know. I mean, so yeah, that's yeah, that's what's crazy. Like 650,000 emails is kind of a lot. Uh these couple Gruden, I mean, I don't know how many it was that sank Gruden, but it was enough. I mean, it was the first one was plenty. 
to be perfectly yeah. honest. I yeah. think the only reason that didn't hit harder was because John Gruden is such a weirdo. Yeah. That it's just like, is that something? Is that like, did he mean that that way? Maybe he, right. maybe he's just a nut There was at least a, a sliver of doubt that you could give him. Like, you yeah. know, maybe. Yeah. But, but like the and, rest of it. Oh, and not yeah. that he even deserved that. Like, that's sure. the thing. Like without that, it didn't even really matter. Like you're still responsible for the way you refer to people and, and all of that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, who else might be implicated? Like I said, we were talking about, there was like an Adam Schefter email that came up where he sent a story to Bruce Allen to give the okay. You know, using general language of if anything needed to be tweaked, and does that, uh-huh. like, what does that mean? Like, does that mean he was, you know, if you're cynical, well, yeah. if you're a realist to cynic, right. you're like, oh, they just ran full-on stories and gave, you know, management of certain teams editorial rights. It's like their political campaign. If you're a bit more, you know, on the other side, it's like, oh, well, he just wanted to make sure he got it right. Uh, I think it's probably a bit left-leaning. But, but yeah, so, like, who knows might come up in, who who else might come up in 650,000 emails? Well, just think about this timeline this the uh, of what it spans. Mm. You got the Redskins to the Washington football team saga. Yeah. You got Kaepernick saga. You've got all the Black Lives Matter, Trump stuff in there, too. All the social stuff, the kneeling for the anthem. I guess that would be looped in with Kaepernick and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the cheerleaders, the Washington oh, yeah. cheerleaders. that Which was a topless. pretty huge story already once. Right. Like. Right. And evidently Gruden had those, still had those emails or had them. He, he was, had been sent them. He had access to the images at some point. Right. At, somehow, some way, right. Um, I mean, you got a lot. I think you have a, um, you might have a players union negotiation in there somewhere. Oh, uh, sure. Within that timeline, haven't they done something within the past 10 years? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It could. I mean, you got all kinds of stuff going on. All, sort, like, all the things he was, it's also funny just like, not funny. None of it's funny. Because, like, it's, I mean, I don't, never really liked John Gruden in the first place. I think he has a Super Bowl based on Tony, Tony Dungy's team. For sure. Um, Keyshawn he's Johnson overrated. said as much, like, he's within overrated. the last 24 yeah. hours. What's he, a um, 500 coach or just under 500, yeah, I think? He's something like that. Pretty middling, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and so, seeing, like, that's the thing. A lot, a lot of, pundits were saying about how they were surprised by all this and i don't know how you're alive in 2021 and are surprised by any white straight white man in powers <laughs> abuse of power like how yeah. are you surprised or, yeah. or un uh unrealized bias or 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 bigotry or whatever like or yeah. misogyny like how are you surprised by like you know a 50 year old white man saying like oh i don't think this is the right thing like it's 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 more surprising that there aren't more people getting taken down all the time from this stuff to me right i i agree and that's the thing with all these emails is that i mean you're gonna wipe out some owners you're gonna wipe out some coaches you're gonna wipe out some players potential i mean this is and that's why i i don't think these emails are coming out and my my one piece of evidence is that they evidently the uh nfl has said there will be no written report on this investigation Ooh. now conversely deflate gate had a hundred page report And you're doing uh, like a years long investigation about workplace inappropriate behavior slash violence slash sexual so whatever the hell it is, and you have yeah. access to six hundred fifty thousand emails as part of just part of this investigation. I mean, I'm sure there are countless deposition hours and interviews and all that with this too. And yeah. you're not going to write a report. <laughs> I mean, what, dude? I I don't. I don't know what to think. I don't understand why Gruden. Obviously, this was leaked by someone in the NFL. 
Right. And it was, I mean, they've had these for at least a year, and the investigation's been basically up for four months. So, obviously, to me, it's some individual leaked this. Why Gruden is the question. And, I mean, not a defense of Gruden, but just why Gruden. Of because you know there was dirt on other people. Oh, the other right. thing during this is the uh, uh, Jupiter, Florida massage parlor action. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I'm assuming general managers and owners and stuff, you know, correspond. Some right. six hundred fifty thousand opportunities to do so. Yeah, uh, but I just think that. Uh, I don't think Goodell's excited about the leak and the Gruden thing because this is like you're saying now they're starting pulling on the threads, man, and this thing could unravel quick. Right. Yeah. I I, I kind of wonder maybe like maybe somehow Gruden is like the lowest level person that they could affect with it, which is saying something because like you know. All of the language about him coming back to the Raiders was his job was secure. Yeah, 10, mil, 10 uh, years, losing dollars. Yeah. Losing didn't matter as much. Right. You know, Complete just autonomy, that he was there. Over personnel, yeah. culture, the whole nine. He had control. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's that That could be it. Like, well, here's who, here's who we're going to sacrifice and let everyone focus on and then not tell anyone about anyone else. But, like, yeah. surely Dan Snyder's implicated in some stuff in that. Surely. Oh, Because that dude is a greasy... Like, he's greasy as anyone else. Like, Well, just the topless cheerleader thing alone. Mm-hmm. He's rolling like Absolutely. that. And that was, what, eight, ten years ago? Six, eight, ten years ago, ago? Something? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just... Yeah, dude. Like... Well... And you're telling me, like, the McNairs of the world and the Jerry Joneses of the world and the all these ancient billionaires aren't using this quote-unquote flowery language in personal correspondence give me right. a break dude <laughs> you know i mean yeah yeah like i say no defense of gruden but it is curious to me that that's who they snipe of anybody yeah. that's who they take down yeah hey i mean obviously the preferences take them all down for sure. It, it, but, I mean, especially if that's like you're saying, if that's what Goodell is trying to project, then you got a clean house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of interesting takes on it. And I, I don't know if we like, you know, there are plenty that exist out there from people who are actually impacted by this language and uh, impacted by these thoughts and these closed minded ideas. Um, one thing I think, I mean, we don't have to go too much longer on this topic, but one thing that was kind of interesting that was brought up was just the the, uh, the privilege shown by Gruden initially when he was effectively just saying, I'm done talking about it. Like, yeah. it was, I think it was Ryan Clark, who's on ESPN, former player, uh, and he was like, just Stiller. the notion that, yeah, former Stiller, uh, the notion that, like, not only did you do the things, but then you're confronted with these things with proof of the things. Yeah. And you say, I'm no longer going to discuss, to discuss it. Mm-hmm. And you get to say that. And that was kind of interesting too. Like it just like, again, ex- the exposure of the thing then brings up these s- similar qualities in the response. For you know? sure. He well, also tried the, I don't remember that, but I'm sorry, which is, mm-hmm. you know, well, it, you know what it really reminded me of, and it was kind of like uh, out of the play. It's it's similar to me in my mind of the Urban Meyer thing. It's a oh, distraction. Yeah. It's stupid. We're not going to talk about it anymore because it's a distraction. I mean, yeah. it was like I'm in control. Gruden stole Dungey's team, and he also stole Urban Meyer's uh, apology. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, he's apology, apologized a handful of quotes. times, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I mean, I'd like to think this is uh, this is gonna come down and like you know boot some of that Kaepernick anti Kaepernick crap and that kind of mentality out of it. But man, when there's that much money involved and it's a private yeah. independent investigation by the NFL, like 
the legal they're not legally obligated to do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, the players yeah. association though, I mean if they want to I mean the players going to start going ape and and sit out or I mean, you know, it's it's like this strike thing what we were talking about with uh John Deere or something. I mean, it takes yeah. it takes 90% of people to do it. <laughs> there are going to be people that yeah. cross that picket line. You got to have the critical mass. Yeah. And I mean, they can't even get people vaccinated. Ain't no way in hell they're going to get a strike going. <laughs> too much money. I mean, that's a good point too. Yeah. Well, speaking of, if we want to use that as a segue, yeah, we got some vax, some vax chat. Oh, our vax next, chat. Vax. Our next topic is Kyrie oh, takes man. a stand ish. <laughs> the uh, what should we call him? The uh, NBA's uh, most popular skeptic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, yeah. This dude, this dude is skeptical about many things. Yeah. And that's about it. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of the stops. issue. So to discuss, to, to talk about what we're talking about. So Kyrie Irving, uh, player for the Nets, who kind of was the first player to go to the Nets that brought in James Harden and Kevin Durant and pretty much everyone else that's right. on that team to make a run at the title. Um, w- so he is, he won't say whether or not he's vaccinated, but he's not allowed to do anything that be due to like he, his restrictions are based on non-vaccination. So I see. Yeah. It seems clearly he's not doing that. Yeah. And then, so there's been reports about why he is doing it. And I think that's the frustrating thing. There's a lot of reports about like, oh, he's doing it to give, someone said today, a voice to the voiceless. Uh, his words. So or, or somebody else's words. That he want, you know, like, it's not about being anti-vax, it's about being anti-vax mandate. Which, I think there is a conversation to have about that. Yeah. But, like a lot of Kyrie things that he does he wants to be like this you know this sort of activist or 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 whatever but like he has a lot of these i think someone put it like he has a lot of concepts concepts that are understandable his you know well his thoughts on the bubble were understandable going through last year and saying don't go to this thing understandable but then the ideas and how that's carried out are all kind of half-baked or not baked at all like right you know a lot of this voice to the voiceless and no, he's not actually talking about any of it. So I don't know. It's, it's weird. And now the, the nets are talking about not extending him a contract of that was, that could have been worth up to $200 million Jeez. because he can't play. Like he just, he can't be in the facility. Uh, he can't be in the stadium. Like he can't go to a gym because you have to, be vaccinated to do that now because still that's in New the, York. That's the Jersey policy or whatever. Well, yeah, that's the the New York City policy because they're because uh, they're I, well, I guess they're practicing in Brooklyn now. So oh, that's so, right. Yeah. They moved to Brooklyn. What am I thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like it's so it's the city policy, so they have to follow all those. He could play in games. He could play in games in other cities where there's not vaccination requirements or mandates, but he can't practice at home and he can't play at home. So, so yeah, he's basically worthless to the team in that respect. Yeah. I mean, it's been interesting to see, hear the, the team talk about it because it seems like they've done an okay job of like saying, yeah, he has a choice. Like that, the, the, the issue seems to be whether or not he has a choice and he has a choice here to get vaccinated and be a part of the team or not. And he's making it and, you know, maybe he'll come out and say something that will put something like put some more behind it. But, like, you know, same with his flat earther comments of, like, oh, well, I just yeah. wanted to sort of, like, you know, people should ask questions. It's like, yes, yeah. people should ask questions. Science asks questions all the time. Right. That's kind of uh, what science does. Don't have to ask about the earth being flat anymore because yeah. we figured it out. Right. <laughs> so Moving on. I, I don't yeah. know. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see what this ha- – because, like, you know, it, it, to see what happens with this and other athletes as we sort of move through the year, although we've gotten through most of the major sports, but, like – you know, I think somebody was saying like almost all of the hockey players are vaccinated or something like that. All but like four. Oh, really? 
some some or maybe it was a team had all but four players, which was pretty impressive. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes down the line. I think a lot of it, you know, as soon as the issue is like this will impact your money, people are like, oh, okay, cool, let's do it. So the NBA is just. Uh they're just uh, following the state rules. This is not a team policy or an NBA policy. It's just that. Right. Yeah. It's not an NBA policy. Yeah. It is the policy of whatever city and state you operate in. So uh, I, yeah, yeah. I think it's mostly yeah, it's states and then city, depending on what rules are being applied. So um, two hundred so yeah. million dollars. Yeah. Man, it's, you could get I that mean, control taken out of you that they put in you for two hundred million dollars with two hundred right, yeah. million dollars. Full body scan. Yeah. The little, undo, little tracker undo thing. Undo the RNA. The little tracker thing they put in your arm when you get the vaccine. Oh yeah, the five G. You could, could probably yeah the five G. You could probably have that removed with your two hundred million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I don't even mind mine anymore. Like, I don't feel the lump anymore, so I don't even like think about it. Mine flashes. Oh, mine just opens doors automatically. It's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> mine, mine is my uh, pay less supermarket uh, rewards card or, or whatever the hell you call those things. It's like put your shoulder onto the yeah. scanner. I just lay time. on the scanner until it beeps and then <laughs> yeah, take a little ride down the go. belt. And then it just takes it out of my PayPal account, my prime citizen account. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I mean, yeah, so. I, yeah, that's, I think your point is good because it's two different arguments. If you, like, I don't know where I land on the vax mandate. Like, any kind of forced uh, uh, compliance makes me nervous. So I can, I can appreciate the argument that way. But, like, yeah, when he's just saying, like, whatever the hell he's saying, it's like, dude, like, this is an employment thing. Yeah, uh, like this is what you got to do to perform your job. You make tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. You got the best handles in the NBA, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what are we, what are we doing? Your point that he just like makes statements just to like it's it seems like it's just like a social media or like a fame thing. It's just like, I'm going to make this statement and then not back right. it up with any claims or grounds or any kind of discussion. Just the earth is flat. Yeah. Like he just ends every statement with like, it makes you think, doesn't yeah. it? Well, could be. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, that's not, that's not saying anything, man. And yeah. you know, it's, I think it's great if you have a platform and you want to use it for something, but then you don't have to, but if you're if you want to do these things, then if you want to be a polarizing person that makes these statements and has these ideas, like get out the whole idea or arrive at the point or you know do something other than just sort of shrug at the end of the statement. <laughs> right. It, yeah. It and he ha- hasn't he hasn't given any interviews about it, has he? Not that I've Not seen. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. I mean, it'll be great if he does at some point when he's allowed into a structure where there are journalists that he can be around without being vaccinated. But they'll have <laughs> oh, yeah, an outdoor yeah, outdoor press conference. Kind of kills the whole thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe it, maybe that that'll happen, and it'll it'll make more sense. And like like you said, I think there's the, absolutely there's a conversation to be had about mandates. I mean, being sure. someone who was happy to get the vaccine right away. Like, obviously there's part of me. It's like, well, what's the big deal about a mandate? But I get that there are other, other aspects involved when it comes to that. However, you know, there's also making $200 million and building the team play finally. Cause like, that's the other thing. Kyrie's been there for what? Two years now. Finally got KD, finally got Harden. Last year they were all like injured half the time, so they never actually played together. Right. And so it's like this was going to be the year where they were the favorite, and like he started this whole thing and now can't even be there to to do anything with it. And they're they're still a great team because they still have two of the best players on the planet. Right. On the flat planet. Mm hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Shoot a bullet, goes across the whole thing. Yep. And falls off the edge into the into yeah. the great <laughs> just, abyss. Into the yeah, black once it hole the edge, where John stops Gruden and is. falls. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, I don't get it. I don't. 
but in in it uh, quite honestly if i were a player i'd be pissed i think if i were a teammate oh yeah just be like absolutely what the hell you know yeah i think he has kd's support or whatever yeah I think I heard someone say it. I heard someone say that today, but it well, seems yeah, like that would get kind of old after a minute. KD's just going to get the ball more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's all. It's also kind of interesting that it feels like we're. It's. I, I'm not saying this is related, but it it feels like once you are a successful athlete for long enough, like the ac- the ultimate athletic flex is losing money. Oh, like, I'll sit. I'll sit out games. Mm-hmm. I'll lose, uh, you know, eight hundred grand every Sunday, to whatever make my point, or I'll, you know, I'll not show up to training camp and get fined a million dollars and not not think about it, or I'll give up two hundred million dollars. Jeez, I mean, that's so much money. <clears throat> it's unbelievable money. I mean, yeah. Good God, yeah, that's yeah. interesting to think. It is kind of a. And maybe that's what he thinks he's doing. Like he's gonna get the street cred for giving up all this money because he's principal. But what a stupid thing to be, or just kind of insignificant thing to be principled about. Because he's yeah, like you said, he's not anti-vax. He's anti-mandate. Uh, yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, I don't know, dude. Hey. Yeah. Such yeah. a weird thing. It's weird. And it's yeah, I'd love to have that sort of be in that situation. I mean, like you were just saying, it'd be great to have the two hundred million dollar problem and yeah. not worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good God, man. And maybe he's got enough money. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I think when you get to that level you never have enough money. From, from yeah. my purview, people that got that kind of money, one more dollar is more money. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine crazy. having a $200 problem. That would right. bother me. Right. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'd have gotten the vaccine for 200 bucks. <laughs> they were, they were in New York, they were paying people. Really? You got, you got $100 if you got the vaccine. Not everyone. At a certain point, they started they started Damn. offering a hundred dollars, and then a f- fun little kicker was once uh, children were able to get vaccinated, they would give you a hundred dollars for your kid to get vaccinated. Wow. If your kid, if your child was received the vaccination, you would get a hundred dollars. I guess that's the proper way to phrase that. Yeah. So yeah, you could have made a couple hundred dollars just having some kids and yourself getting all vaccinated. Not worth it, but I mean, good call. Well, yeah, long, <laughs> long term, not worth it. But if you already had the, if you were already yeah. in the situation, if you already wouldn't took you like that a couple plunge? Yes, right, yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't even know how successful it was, which is crazy to think that like they were just giving away money and it was like marginally successful of a campaign. And giving away your money, ta- Mister Taxpayer. Yeah, just giving it right away, man. Which is what it feels like they do with it anyway, because it's a lot of taxes, and I don't know what it ha- what happens with it. Right. The roads still suck. The subway isn't great. You know, <laughs> it's under. I mean, it's great. It just could be better. <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah. Well, have we done it? Have we done sports? Oh shoot! I think we've done it. Oh man! Well, that's it. We did it. Episode two twelve. As always, I'd like to thank the minister of sound, Mikey. Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, who I got to see a couple weeks ago. Dude is super chill. I like Ralphie a lot. Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is a gentleman by the name of Greg Popovich, uh, head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. And speaking of making statements as part of the sports business, Kyrie needs Mm -hmm. to, maybe Kyrie needs to be on the Spurs. Learn a thing or two. Learn a thing or two. Yeah. It would certainly help. Yeah. So, uh, Pop had some interesting comments, and uh, I think I'm just going to play a short version of his comments, and uh, old Coach Pop can can take us out. Cool. Columbus Day, and we're going to honor that. 
It is. It's, it's no knock on Italian Americans. That's a silly argument. You know, it's, it's like saying we should be proud of Hitler because we're German. I mean, it makes no sense. It's about Columbus. It's not about Italian Americans. And so there are a lot of states that have come out and scratched the Columbus Day and made it uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. But in our city, are we, we that backward that we have school districts that do that? I'm amazed. Oh, <laughs>